Welcome to 2021. Uh, we're back and we have an update before we get started with the episode. Um, our New York City Dancers Relief Fund has sent over $50,000 over 250 dance artists thus far. Thank you so much for helping us do that. And if you're interested in donating to help us support more artists through this pandemonium, Panasonic, Panda Express, Pans Lab with Panhandling Pandemic, please do so in the, in the description box wherever you're listening. And also, if you need any support, please, please, please apply. We want to hear from you. We are offering $250 awards um, to each recipient. And of course, as always, we are prioritizing QT BIPOC folks, disabled folks, and folks who are not eligible for unemployment due to immigration status. We want to hear from y'all. Y'all come through. Absolutely. The links to donate and apply are in the description box wherever you're listening. And if you know of a friend in need, let them know that we are here. And let's get started with the show. Hey, y'all. Hey, 2021. And welcome to the wacky, the wild, the ward off. The Wicked, Wastelandic, Wasabi World of a Life Dancer. World Life Dancer? We're dancers. We're up in here. I am the Walrus Melanie. I'm still laughing at Wasabi. Um, (laughs) I am the uh, Wacky J. And this is still the dance. Food. Haas. Thank you, thank you. What is this? We're in 2021. We are. And 2021 is in us. I don't want 2021 in me. They didn't ask for consent. Do you not? Okay. And we probably, you're right. We don't want it. But we do want it to behave. So far... And no, right, because I was going to say, like, 2021, 2021 was supposed to be that girl, but she was just like um, jokes on Eddie on Instagram said, 2021 was shiftless. She was she was quiet when she came in. I knew there was something up with her. You know, normally every year we get a big celebration we'd have one this year. There was something fishy about her. And then here we go. We'll get into that, that all the shenanigans at the Capitol in a moment, but let's continue introducing the episode. How are you doing today? Yeah. I'm great. A little love drunk. It's interesting of like having to balance like a lot of joy, a lot of pleasure with a lot of sadness and tragedy and turmoil. And those things can sit simultaneously in one body. It's possible. And so I'm like moving through that. How are you? I'm good overall. Currently I'm cold. And I don't have my heater on because it makes a lot of noise and I don't want to record it, um, all that sound in the back. But overall, I'm really good. I'm going through my Saturn return right now. So I can really only like place myself in the current moment that I'm experiencing because the ground, the ground, the ground does pirouettes and flips and turns over here when you're in your Saturn return. Like every moment is just, it's like standing on a merry-go-round is that what those things were? No, not Mary. What's the one where you were like on a horse and it kind of goes up and down? And it, carousel. It's like standing on the carousel, but there are like five different rings and they're all spinning in different directions at different times. And you just, you just, what, 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 
You know, I think I think though, merry-go-round is actually also a good and a good image because I remember being on those things, and you would have that one person who would just turn it super, super fast, and you would hold on as long as you can, and we finally let go. You just flung into midair onto the ground, yeah. and you hope for the best. Yeah. Young kids don't know about that now. Have you seen a merry-go-round lately? No, the last time I've seen a merry-go-round, I was on stage in a performance. Ooh. <laughs> like grown. I like that. They need to bring a merry-go-round back. Also, metal slides. That's going to be my campaign for 2021. I want my children to to receive bruises and cuts and scars. Right. And and be able to problem solve and make choices based off of, of real life, you know, response, call and response, you know? Yeah. Like, I want my kids to know how to fight. I don't want my kids to always have to fight, but I want them to know how to because I can't control nobody else's children. I can only, yeah. and, or not control them. I can only equip them. And I want to equip Exactly, because they're going to need it in this world. Just like I also want them to know that if, if there's metal that's been outside in the sun all day, it's going to be hot. You know, little simple things that I don't know that they know. Wondering. So Wondering. Um, wow. So before we uh, jump into mess, we have some great things that happen for us. Yes. Magazine Top 25 to watch. We're on it. We are on it with a much love and gratitude. So thank you so much, Dance Magazine, and all the folks um, that went into um, making that possible. Have you had friends and family and folks reach out to you and ask you how you received it, how you felt? Of course. I'm still processing. It, it's a lot, you know? I even appreciate how one of our one of the people in our community was like, I don't love a list. I don't. <laughs> And yet, when certain people are on it, I, I can, I'm here for it. Like, yeah. I can say, okay, because, sure. you know, as we always know, lists for like, it is not just us that made us being on the list possible. We stand on the shoulders of so many people who have made it possible for us to even be watched. So, what I'm really excited about is how that can tra- keep, continue to like to translate, transfer into us amplifying. The voices of our community and yeah because i mean for me that's that was the part for me that when friends asked me like how does it feel how are you feeling and i was like i in my personal life i don't care that much about it i just don't i don't care much about awards i don't care much about um the congratulations the pat on your back thing it's not because it's not valuable it's just because i grew up very specifically where that was not a thing i didn't get pats on the back for hundred percent on a test or anything like that. I got that what you were, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, so in my mind on the list, my mind is going like, great, accomplished, moving on to the next thing. But I had to stop and go, you know what? What I do appreciate is that this is coming at the top of 2021, reminding me at the end of my Kwanzaa reflection that during 2020, during this pandemic, at least this happened, which is the relief fund and the town hall and all the work that the dance union did. And that is something to be endlessly grateful for and have gratitude for. And it also feels good and is like icing on the cake to have the community in which I'm intending to serve recognize me for and recognize us for that work. Um, And I think it is a victory, oh, not a victory. I'm more interested in what it means for other people. And that is- Yeah. I mean, because, you know, at the end of the day, 2020, 2020 was a fucking shit show. And what it actually did for a lot of us, especially people who are body folks and, you know, dancers, movers, producers, creators, 
people whose work depends on other folks being in the room to be uh, witnessing it in response to it. We learned how to access different parts of our creative selves that still informs and allows for us to keep certain things moving, but in a different format, you know? Like, would I have loved to have more performances? Yes, but I'm really grateful that also something about 2020, you know, caused us to slow down and also see that we have the resources and the capacities when we need to, to, to reach out and support people and so people, out, you know, also to support us. Um, I think it's really beautiful for us to see and, and celebrate, you know? Cause a lot of things happened in 2020 that we did not anticipate. I looked at my, like uh, my passion planner Cause like I wrote down and like on January 1st of last year, I wrote down a list of all the things that I wanted to do. And I treated it like a congratulations. So it was like, congratulations, Melanie, you did this in line, you know? And I went back to that to go fill in the blanks of what the things were. Only two of those things I completed and everything else was completely new. You want to share the two that you completed? Yeah. Like one was, um, cause I said like, I want to have, four artist residencies, right? I mean, I had three before everything kind of did what it did. So three out of four ain't bad. And then I wanted to, uh, I wanted to get a car. And, but on, on my like sort of congratulations, Melanie, I had congratulations, Melanie, you rented a car, you bought a car. So I was able to check which one it was and then write the car and you know what I mean? And so those are the two things that uh, happened, which made it possible to do some other things, but not the things on this congratulatory list. Right, 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 right. Because that's how the year went. We I, we had a trajectory, and then the pandemic yeah. said, actually going to be going into destruction now. But I will say, I think the direction that we landed in for this Dance Magazine 25 to Watch for 2021 is a really wonderful direction because it it show, I'm I'm just happy to know that the community has something like the Dance Union. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it feels, I feel more happy for the dancing than I do for myself personally. Um, and not that I don't feel happy for myself at all. I just, I just see the dance union for the people, by the people, and um, am happy to get out of the way if ever needs, if that ever, you know, when that time comes, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't identify too much with what the dance union is as an individual person, because it's not for me. Yeah. And like also I'm thinking about the town halls that we hosted and all the people that rallied just to make that happen. And the New York Times article, it's just funny. I actually jumped on the Bumbles recently just because whatever. And one of the people I was on a date with, they actually like just Google my name and that came up. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, that happened. And it's just so funny. <laughs> like being Googled, I'm like, wait, you Googled me? And like, what? So I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. And it was fucking epic. And we had no idea. and. It felt really generative and yeah. Whew. It was wonderful. I'm happy. I'm really I'm I, in that sense to get that on January or not to get that, but to see that on January first for me was like that was a great energetic seal on 2020. Like I I feel like I can just move on from the year. It's kind of interesting, right, though, because it's like people to watch in 2021, but it's like actually no, you should have been watching us in 2020. But who knew? And wouldn't it be funny if it was that kind of list of like who you should have been paying attention to last year? Yeah. I want to say um a shout out to Lauren Wigginworth um for writing specifically our moment on um 
of the Dance Union, nope, of the Dance Magazine Top 25 to Watch for 2021. I know a lot of writers wrote for different folks, but Lauren um, interviewed and wrote for us. So I want to say shout out to Lauren. Thank you so much. Um, also, you know, since we're in 2021's first episode of the year, would you like to share some um, goals or some passions or I don't know, I'm looking for intentions for the year? I mean, let me tell you what, I don't have them yet. And I I think it's it's going to be slowly burning. You know what I mean? Like, because like last year I was so on it. I already had my vision board freaking like uh, glued down and everything by the second. And this year um, I'm really trying to be in a deep listening space and allowing those things that, sh- that will want to be goals to sort of continue to manifest. Because I think um, it's going to, this year is still going to require us to keep listening and being uh, ready to pivot at any point and knowing that we have the tool to do that and also taking care of ourselves in the process of that. So, you know, I have my hopeful, like, I would love to do this, this, and this. And realistically, I know what's going to really be needed is hydration and care and um, some things even just to get us to January 20th, right? Um, yeah, so I, I'm going to still keep playing with I'm still thinking about it. It just feels like, been, like getting into New Year's been a whirlwind. What about you? Um, I have a lot of them. I have a lot of them. I'm on the other end. Yeah. Um, but more to say that I have, my, the kinds of goals I have are different. Um, than I would say the years prior. Um, I think this past Kwanzaa Reflection, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about when I say Kwanzaa Reflection, I take the seven days of Kwanzaa and meditate and journal and reflect on the principles of the of how I embody them the, the ending year and make plans to embody them even more fully in the, in the next year. Um, so at the end of that reflection, I realized, and I'm still realizing, um, I have to really work on my self-discipline. Like, mm-hmm. that's just like a huge, I think this year is a year of self-discipline. I would say that. It's a year of self-discipline. Um, I am very disciplined and it's not that I'm not in any moment or any stretch of the means. It's more that I am really self-disciplined in the wrong areas. Or let's not say wrong in the areas that I'm least interested in. So I have to really shift my priorities. Like um, in 2020, I was really like, it reflected in the work that the dance union picked up for 2020, but I was really focused on other people and how I can show up and help other people. Um, And then I came to a crashing halt of that towards the end of the year, the latter half or the latter quarter of the year. And now I'm like able to say my foundation of like, I'm sleeping eight hours a night intentionally. I have a bedtime. I'm sticking to it. I'm ta- I'm, I spend four hours every day in the morning, at least like spending time with myself, doing what I need to do before I even communicate out. Like I have that part of self-discipline done. And now the next thing is like, but you're still an artist, Jay. And you're still, you still have to like take care of yourself in this capitalist society, capitalist like environment that you didn't make or create yourself and you still have to survive in many ways. So and you have plans for your family and your future and your friends. So what work are you doing towards that? And, you know, sometimes I talk about like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing that. All the things I said I was doing, I look back on it and I'm like, all of those things are at most 25% done. And that does not feel good at all. So I have to really face that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that because I, I feel like something is sort of flowering for me. And it is that there's some things from last year that um, I think as we, you know, again, you get pulled in a lot of different directions energetically, you're feeling a lot of different things. And so um, priorities shift. Mm-hmm. And so one thing is like, you're right. We, we do have to, we do have to continue to do things that support and sustain us living in a capitalist society. And we're also artists. So like, I know for me now that you say that, yeah, I want to get three Sapphire Chronicle zines published. Like, you know, I want that to happen. And I'm really, especially now that I'm in a different location, interested in um, like, what kind of artistic work can I be a part of and or create that is not something I would have thought of had I been always thinking about showings and showing in a venue space. Do you know what I mean? So like now that that's not necessarily a possibility, I'm curious, I'm excited, actually really excited about like what, what does that look like now? Where do, where do these things happen? Where do they live? And it's not just, I'm not interested in just putting a dance in the middle of a square. Okay. okay. I mean, I think that's cool for folks who want to do that, but there's just, there's something else. There's, mm, we're, area, we're, not, we're not looking like for those who are areas that got major areas placements, I just want to affirm something for us. We are not looking to do what other people are doing. If someone else is doing it, has done it already, we we kind of like look at it and be like, okay, that's covered. What isn't covered? So I can go cover and, it. Yeah. <laughs> and if it, that's why I was telling my friend who wants to collaborate on some stuff. I was like, cool. But just know that I know you come from a traditional background of the way things are arranged. I'm interested in fucking it up. Mm-hmm. I understand if you want to tell me the melody comes here, followed by this, this, and this. That's cool. And I'm gonna ask you, well, why can't we put this over here? It's gonna sound weird and funky. It's gonna maybe viscerally feel uncomfortable. And maybe that's what we want. And right, 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 right. I'm with it, I'm with it. I just wanna round out um, this segment for myself, just make sure I said it, that my goals are around getting back into my body um, because the injuries and the car accidents that I experienced, car accident that I experienced last year, made me really nervous and sensitive to dance. So now I'm like, okay, we got to get that fire back going um, and spend more time talking with my family, like really having intentional family time that I show up for and really present for. Um, and there was another one that just slipped my mind after I started talking about dancing, but <clears throat> I journal heavily. So it's in the journal, it's not like I'm missing it. It's just like trying to miss it for y'all <laughs> to hear. Um, but no, it's always oh, to complete things. It's to complete these projects. I have these projects and I'm like, no new things, which is really hard for Aries. Like no new projects until these projects are finished. All right. <laughs> I'm happy to hold you accountable. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I really, because I have the capacity to get them all done. But, you know, if as soon as I bring in another thing, then not now, now, now everything else is still staying at 25%. And I'm not interested in birthing something only 25%. Full babies over here, okay? Full babies. Full babies. Um, you have anything else to add before we take a break? No. Awesome. All right. Well, let's take a break, and uh, we'll be right back after this uh, loving message. Thank you so much to our patrons over at Patreon. You have helped us make this podcast live, darling, like really live. If you are not a patron and interested in becoming a patron, Go to the link in our description box wherever you're listening or just follow us at patreon.com backslash dance union. Also, big, big, big thank you to everyone who has donated to the Relief Fund in 2020. 
wow, y'all really helped us raise over $28,000 on GoFundMe alone. And I can't thank you enough because with our rolling applications now that are set up for weekly distribution, we're able to send at least $2,500 a week to dance artists who are in need, who are applying. And it feels, I can't even really find the words to describe how it feels to be able to send folks money during this time, knowing that they need it and be able to like spend time with the applications to know what the need is. It's it's really deep. And all of that is, is only made possible because you've donated. So if you're interested in donating more and to support in that way, please follow the description box wherever you're listening. Thank you so much. You are really helping the dance community. $250 at a time. <laughs> and uh, let's get back to the show. All right. So white people were white people in at the Capitol. That's what we have to share at this moment. Um, I don't really have that much to share. I'm going to just pass it on to somebody who said all that I would ever have to say. Do you have things to share? I mean, for the, I'm not going to, for a historical standpoint, not for those who are just alive during this moment, but if you, this is like 10 years in the future and people don't know. What happened on January 6th of 2021, um, all of Trump's supporters were quote unquote protesting at the Capitol, at Congress, at the Senate, at Congress, um, the House of Congress, there was. Um, when they were voting to uh, solidify, uh, confirm the Electoral College's votes to elect Joe Biden as our president. And um, they stormed through and basically occupied the Capitol. Um, a series of white folks, I didn't see any brown folks, so that seems very clear. A series of white folks, Trump um, flag waving, Confederate flag waving in there. Um, police did little to nothing to stop them. Um, there were three barricades to get to that building that they all went through and got literally inside the building. And almost every elected official was on lockdown. And um, we all basically watched it live. And um, those are the shenanigans that whiteness did. Whiteness showed what whiteness does. And, and let's be clear, as some folks have said, and I will agree, this was a, I feel like a terrorist attack. It was domestic. It is a threat on national security. These terrorists actually took photos with police. The police escorted them to different locations for their own safety. These people also managed to get into some of our officials building, um, up, like what is it, their offices. Um, there's someone right now who's selling the podium from the meeting space on eBay for thousands of dollars. There's something I think from Nancy Pelosi's office that's also being sold online. So they don't give a fuck. Like they live, they really don't care. And nothing happened to them. Nothing. I, and, and I mean, we said this last year, but ain't y'all tired? Like, I, I don't understand. No, people who understand our, our society and our system are not surprised that this happened. Many people have said that this was going to happen. We knew what to expect when you have a president who says to his people, what did he say? Like, stand up, stand by, stand ready, stand by, some shit like that. And it wasn't just him. It was a few other um, elected officials as well, um, Republicans specifically. Um, that's what and, I- oh, oh, 
and no masks. No, everybody was bare faced as a motherfucker. No mask during the middle of a pandemic. No mask. Okay. No mask. I don't. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have a hot take personally. I don't have. I can say what I did yesterday when it happened. I was on the phone with a friend, checking in with them on some regular pandemic life things. You know, making sure my my niggas was good. And um, my friend was like, "Yo, they're they're acting crazy." I was like, "Who's acting crazy?" And I was like, "You ain't seen on Twitter." So I was like, "What's happening on Twitter?" So I, of course I jump on Twitter, and I'm just stuck. Like, wow, not surprised, right? Not surprised because again, knew that this was a possibility, expected this to happen at some point. Just stuck at the way it was happening, the how of it, not the what, the how. Yeah, and the audacity, right? Like, just wait, what? I was like, let me just go ahead and give me a walk. I bought me some Martinelli's because um, that always makes me feel good. Um, I meditated. I reminded myself that I literally do not have any ability to respond to this. That was my that was my um, oven. I don't have any ability to respond to this because it's so far away, and um, this is none of my business um, as a Black African American. Um, so what I can do is keep my affairs in order, make sure that mental health is good, and then lay my ass to rest and keep the pulse of what's going on so I know how to respond, should I need to respond. But in this moment, I couldn't. So I did not, I didn't participate online with all the things. I did not let the, my anxiety fly all over the place. I was like, I just need to stay alive. So what'd you do? What did I do? I shared a couple of memes about it. Cause like I, I found out I just happened to be scrolling on Twitter. Cause I was at, I was at a, a getaway minding my own motherfucking business. I just happened to be on the Instagrams and um, I'm probably saying their name wrong. Janai from the future. Janai of the future awesome. was like lit, lit, angry. And they are such a source to go to, to know about what's happening and why they speak so much truth. And I was like, oh, wait, what? Like visceral, you could see that they were so upset. And I was like, something's going on. That's how I saw it. And then I, I just shared a little bit. because I'm like, I don't know how many people know this. And then I went for a motherfucking walk. I went out in nature. And walk through trees for an hour, um, and then and it's it's weird and it's you know I it just, it's it's tricky because I you know I have family members saying this is happening stay safe and it's like I don't want to be a person every time I go out into the world and I see people see white folks and I'm afraid of them and that's and that's and that is a real visceral thing that's happening more and more for me and it's really interesting. Or being out, especially I was in like uh, rural Louisiana and just uh, like not really sure if I should get gas at some places or not, you know, like it's really a really fearful place to be in. One I've never had to navigate. I know my mom and my my older family members have had to, but it's it's really interesting. They have navigated seeing what we're seeing now. So I think we're all navigating through this for the first time. I think they have like experiences and, you know, being, if they were ever growing up in a Jim Crow South or, you know, we, we have, we have family members who have experienced racism in another manifestation, but this manifestation, I truly believe is the first that we're all experiencing. So we all got to navigate it. I don't think anybody has an answer on how to navigate through it as much as we have perspective. Right. And I think it's also important to notice when what's happening was coming up. And then the friend I was with, you know, is a is a is a white person actually not from here. So again, it's interesting. We were both navigating fear, but for different reasons. 
me as a as a as a black woman and them as an immigrant. And it was just yeah. Like again, like it just I don't know if folks really know what that feels like to be like, should I stop here? Is it okay to stop here? Is it okay to stay here? Um or even time when I go places, always trying to spot a person of color. Mm-hmm. If I can spot one person, I'm like, whew. But then I then I was worried about them. I saw a black man like um fishing and I was I was worried for him. And I'm like, what this is so fucking weird. I'm worried for him. He's out here by himself. And that's that's not that should not be our normal. That should not be our normal. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I'm a this is only the day after, so we still have a lot to learn about in the upcoming future. But um you want to hear what Miss Brittany um Packnet, I think her Instagram name is Miss Pacchietti, so I always call her Brittany Pacchietti, but she's an Emerson DC um correspondent. You want to hear what she had to say? Please. Okay. So I'll ask you the question this way. How do you think uh police would have responded differently had this been a Black Lives Matter protest? I don't have to think, I know. I remember in 2014 when the police declared it illegal to stand still with their five second rule. So we literally walked in circles. We certainly would never have been allowed to storm a federal building. I was one of many people who was a defendant on a case that has now been thrown out, but I was uh, accused of inciting a riot in Baton Rouge during the peaceful protest after the killing of Alton Sterling. Um, I was accused of inciting a riot that I did not incite because it wasn't a riot. And yet we've got people standing tonight on the floor of the U.S. Capitol who, in fact, incited a riot, an insurrection, and a violent mob, and they are taking the microphone as if nothing has occurred. This is due to the complicity of elected officials, of appointed officials, of media platforms, certainly of law enforcement that, to be clear, did not just stand by while these things happened and provided, as was said, an unprofessional response. We have video of several law enforcement officers actually encouraging, participating, and permitting these activities, opening barricades, taking selfies with uh, these insurrectionists. We have to be very, very precise here about exactly what happened. It wasn't just that the police stood by and did nothing. It's that some of them actually encouraged and participated in activity that was a direct violation of the Constitution and was a clear example of domestic terrorism. You know, Brian, I think we use words a lot and we don't always make sure that we're clear about precisely what they mean. This is the literal example of white supremacy. What does white supremacy mean? It means that white people believe that they have dominion over everybody and dominion over everything, that they are in fact supreme. So we saw a group of white people, of white supremacists here, uh, thinking that they own a country that they colonized and therefore, therefore they can do whatever they want with it. They think they can storm any building in that country because they believe they own it. They think that they can erect a noose on the side of a building that was built by enslaved Africans in America because they think they have full permission to do so and did so on camera because they knew the police would do nothing about it. But they do not own this country. They do not own democracy. They don't own us. They are tragically confused. And we will not be intimidated despite the fact that the police did not hold the line today. Comprehensive. Thorough. Um, so the question is like, what next? What now? 
That's that's the question, right? So let me tell you what I let's round up this episode of what we'd like to see in 2021 today. Okay, so this is what I would like to see for us as a nation, as a as a global um, basis of humanity for life on this planet and also for dancers specifically. So first off, I would like to see Joe Biden and Kamala Harris get into this office on day one, lay out the rules for us to handle this pandemic because I'm tired. I am tired of being a dance artist stuck in a room and in a space, risking the da- risking damage to my body to try to keep it in place. You know what I mean? Like we have the yep. reason here to be in studios and to, you know, do what we need to do. But people are still out here not wearing masks. And it's not as if we can't get this under control is that people won't allow it to. You saw all the terrorists at the Capitol without masks on. Boom. So I wanted to see them do that on day one. And then on day two. I would like for them to list every name of the, because I know they have the information, list every name of one of these, of these insurrectionists. And I want to see them on trial for domestic terrorism, for international terrorism, for whatever terrorism it is. I want to see them locked up in Alcatraz, Azkaban. I want the fucking dementors around them. I want them to just, I want them to really feel the weight of this American judicial um, system, the way that it's set up, the, the, what is it, the punitive system? The, the the penetration system. I want them locked underneath the jail. We'll work on reforming and dismantling um, jail. Yep. Another time. But the priority at this moment is for you all to be on trial for what you did that was against the Constitution. I want the weight <laughs> of this government on their necks. Okay, like they put the hood and their knees on ours. That's what I would like to see. And then um, you know, we dance in the streets and shit. Oof. Cause I'm, I'm tired. I'm, so- I'm here for it. And I'm here for everything that, that Trump put into place through executive order. I want it unmotherfucking done. I want immigration laws changed. I want that ban on, immig- on on the immigration laws, meaning people can be free and not afraid to fucking move around this country and come in and come out how they please. Well, we got to think about that with pandemic, mm-hmm. but I want I want to see some of that. I want to see some of those things that, that, that and I don't want to hear this bullshit about things take time. And we've got to do it through because you know what what Trump is showing us you don't, don't. you actually do not you can think, you if you want it, you just can get it done executive order. also and, and let's have all all the security all the guard actually I don't even want Kamala at the inauguration I want her in a bunker somewhere I, I want her to t- I want her to teleconference in yep that's what I want let's just be real because clearly if if yesterday if the six was any indication of of our of not our they're not our ours. It, you know, as someone mentioned, they're like, no, the police system is right now is an extension of Trump supporters mm-hmm. and their agenda. Absolutely. And y'all don't talk about y'all don't want to defund the police, but where are they? Where were they yesterday? Where they? They're not. They're not doing a job anyway. What's What's going on? They were They were unlocking barricades and letting niggas in, and taking selfies with them. The audacity! Again, them up. I want for every black and brown man that is in jail right now or in prison right now, I want you to replace it with one of these terrorists. Just swap. We'll keep the we'll keep all the budgets the same way. Just swap them on out because I'm I'm just I know we're all tired of this, but I'm especially tired from navigating such a tight navigating on such a tight rope of perfectionism so that I can keep my black ass alive to watch white people be terrorists on the capital of this United States and walk away without a handcuff at least. Come on now. And bold. They were so bold. They were so bold. That's why I'm going to really enjoy 
when um, they start getting listed and named. Go ahead. Because look, here's the thing. If the Capitol don't do it, Twitter will. Because Twitter has found everybody's information. Yep. We'll Thank find, you. We will find your names. Let's do it. And it's and it shall be done. And it shall be done. You know what else I want Biden to do? I need I need us to get a stimulus package in place. Absolutely. Let's get some PPEs to open back up these um some of these other spaces. Here's the thing about these these performance spaces, these uh, music spaces. You can. There's a way to even like venues can even do this, right? Where they open up their space for so like Jay and I say you and I we have a team of people we want to do a dance film or we want to do some like film for the stage everyone gets tested everyone who's a part of that whole endeavor is tested it's in a it's, it's in a controlled space and it's filmed like you can use those performance spaces for that like talk us about how we can make that kind of stuff happen yeah really why are we making that happen more regularly all these spaces are just in cold like Jacob's pillow burnt down because nobody was in there like you could have been doing stuff over there. Like, it's so Yeah, many- it's just it. And like, really? Really? There are things you could do. And, 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 you know, what will be coming up a little later is how some people are not using their PPPs appropriately. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, which, which is a later episode. But uh, again, let's talk about how we can be using PPE to continue to keep dancers hired, yes. to keep folks employed, yes. and doing the work that we need to do. Here, okay, here's some other things I want to see. I want to see executive directors, artistic directors step down. I just want to see more of that. I want to see a gaggle of y'all step down and give your positions over. I want to see complete reformations of these boards that are more community-based and are more in alignment with the values that the dance artists in the community are asking for and looking for and are, and are doing. Um, I want to see more dance artists individually call out these people name them i would tell you one thing the dance union got your back if you need to call somebody out you let us know we got your back um because the kind of world that we all deserve to live in is not one in which the top one percent of any community hoards the resources away from the ones who really need it down near the bottom because we didn't and then, up- then make all the resources money and stuff off the, off the backs and again the the nonprofit system, the dance system is just it's like a reflection of of this of our larger system that we exist in. Absolutely. There's just so much. I, I want I want to, yeah, I want to see the I want to see I want to also I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I wanna see I wanna see structures, both physical and metaphorical, burn down. The ones that are that are historically inhumane, the ones that have caused so much harm to the community, the ones who have not been listening to the cries that we've been crying out since the pandemic has started when we're also- And have been benefiting from it. And actually they don't, they're not listening because they don't have to. They don't have to Well, I hope you enjoyed it enough. You know what I also want to see? I want to see more QC BIPOC residency spaces. Um, I want to see black women and black femmes and black trans folks in leadership roles. Artistic directorships, executive directorships. And and with a brat, this is the thing that I want to see that. And I also want a team to support that shit, right? Like there's, there's no reason why, because the, the, the couple of, of, of Black leaders that we have and people of color that we have, they I feel like they're out there alone. And right? that takes a lot of energy and that takes a lot of will. Yeah. And I'm thinking about even Stacey Abrams. Like there's a lot of people, like we just need, like they need to have a whole fucking team. Not saying she doesn't, but 
No, right, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, along with that, I want to see more disabled artists and um, neurodivergent artists on these stages hired, booked. I want to see roles written specifically for them where they're actually casting people with Asperger's syndrome or on autism spectrum. See ya, looking at you. Like there, there's all of this that we could be doing. So you're right. It's not just putting these people in positions because we've, we've seen about a decade of that. If you just tokenizing somebody and putting like a random- They're not getting the support they need to succeed. Mm-hmm. At all. And then everybody surrounded them is white and it's, it's questioning their ideas and, and gaslighting them and all this other stuff. No, mm-hmm. I want to see a complete thorough overhaul to where where the shit makes sense. I'm, so, I'm honestly just at a point now where I'm just like, if you're angry, as a dance artist, if you're angry and you're sitting here going into the group chat with your friends, kicking um, over FaceTime or over Zoom about what the bullshit is and you haven't gone out here and like, named a bitch or sent out an email or like call somebody out directly i'm like i think this is the time 2020 2020 2021 we're up so get up it's time to box look i'm actually i'm actually gonna be like real hippie with this shit and say you know what i want for these uh domestic terrorists i don't actually because again i do believe in uh abolition of prison system i don't Mm -hmm. want to go to prison but i would like is there to be some like really shitty land or like, you know how like they basically, a lot of time they love to build uh, black communities on top of wastelands and toxic areas. You know, one of them areas that we need, we actually need to relocate folks out. I want us to put them in there, like make a community of them. All y'all gonna be on this land, this space right here and have to go to sensitivity trainings. Y'all gotta go to anti-racist trainings. And we're gonna try to pick apart the fact that why you think that just because we want to recognize the humanity of all people, that that for some reason excludes you and somewhat, somehow takes away your fucking value and takes away your right to be a human being. Let's just, just let's unpack that shit. Now, I am not the one to do that unpacking, but mm-hmm. there are some highly trained folks to do it. Okay. That's what I want. Make, make them sit there and sit with each other and look at each other and talk stupid and cry and whatever. That's what I want. Oh, I'm with it. I'm with it. And you know, so it shall be done. Um, <laughs> what did your dance union have today? What I just said. Okay. My dance union has black folks relocated out of toxic spaces that have actually caused cancer and other things. That's actually what's happening right here in, in NOLA. Mm-hmm. And what I would like is for these domestic terriers to be placed on that. Let's fence it in. All right. Let's <laughs> you know, let's fence it in. Make sure let's make sure that it's it's secure. Uh, and and let them be be among each other because that's all I want to see, right? They just want to be around each other, they just want to see each other, whatever. Cool, y'all stay in there together, and y'all gonna talk some shit through. Mm-hmm. And if you think you're gonna scale a wall and get out and catapult, no, you're not. We got something for your ass. That's my dancing you has. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, my dancing you has for all of us who are going through it. And I, I want you to define what going through it is. You know what I mean? Like if I if you hear me say going through it and you it sparks something in me, I'm talking to you. I want all of us who are going through it to experience peace. And I'm just gonna define what my definition of peace is so that we all hear together. Peace is the continual practice and renegotiation of harmony. So like wake up, peace with yourself, peace with your body, peace with your environment, with your home, the people who live in your home, the lives that are in your home, your plants and your pets. 
just continual peace. I understand that it is stressful and it's not something that it's just like, just manifests like that, like, like similar to balance. Like it, it's not static, it's dynamic. It requires action. So I want folks to experience continued peace. I love that. Because there is so much going on in the world. We have so much access to it. And I'm thinking about this from a mental health standpoint. We don't always need to know the details of all. And when I say the details, I mean like the nitty gritty watching it like it's news or not like it's news, like it's a television program. There are some things that we can know about, ground ourselves, drink some water, take a nap and get back into that peace that you deserve because you're going to need to stay grounded and, and stay in your plie to if you need to move. You don't need to be stressed out before you know what I mean like rest yeah I love this I love this idea rest. love it I just also want to amend mine my dancing class you know how like New York we have those like you have Governor's Island we have Rikers put them on an island Alcatraz Azkaban Get, bring the Dementors and I, and also around Kamala I want to see uh the door Malaja around Kamala for my dance union all right <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next week. That ain't from this day.